This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Ali, you want to tell me something about LaughPass? Yes, man. LaughPass is $159 annually, but discounted to $139 with the podcast coupon code. Code ITC. LaughPass members receive access to unlimited stand-up New York shows if you reserve spots in advance. VIP seating at each show. A free ticket for a friend to each show. A free drink upon arrival to each show. A bottle of wine on your birthday week to drink during the show, but cannot leave the premises, though. Don't you leave the premises. Uh, Direct alerts when big-name comics, such as myself, and other celebrities drop in. Laugh Pass is expanding to comedy clubs across the country, so be sure to check out www.getlaughpass.com and sign up to receive alerts for when Laugh Pass reaches your area. Time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what we doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. It's done. It is done. It's here. We here. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation. The podcast. Oh, man. Good to be here. For sure, for sure. Good to have y'all listening. For sure, for sure. You know, back again. Just got off of a, uh, had a nice quick taste test of some flaming hot dill pickle lays <laughs> that were inspired by hip hop music. And that's what the bag said. I'm I wonder where they get that from. Though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't know. maybe you hip hoppers like dill pickles. You know, flaming hot Cheetos. Who knows? It's a collabo. That, that shit was focus grouped specific. <laughs> Anyway, and this whatnot, this is a Lay's Flamin Flamin Hot Dill Pickle Remix. A remix, okay, all right. That's what it says Flamin' Hot Dill Pickle Flavored Remix. I wasn't mad at it. It was pretty good. Inspired by hip hop music. It was pretty good. I could taste the hi hat. I could taste the same. Ain't no 808s in it, though. No 808? Ain't for no 808 in that? Boom. A lot of mids. A lot of mids. Ah. Mm. Okay. Okay. A little yeah, Manny man. Fresh. A little, little Timberland. Okay. Oh, a little Timberland. <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can dig it. That technology. Yeah, but I did read an article this weekend about this uh, this cheese that was uh, a scientist has you know took a certain formula of cheese and put it together and then put each one in its own little chamber with 24 hours of different kinds of music. So one would be 24 hours of rock through this whole thing. And you know, all the way down the line, then they had hip hop, of course. Mm-hmm. And hip hop came out to be most flavorful. Hilarious. And uh, this particular hip hop that they used for this particular cheese was Tribe Called Quest. So, you know, I guess they took golden age hip hop and, right. and you know what I'm saying? But they're gonna test different kinds of hip hops with the cheese, and because they're they're trying to say, you know, what basically is proven that is that 
sound also matters in the process of of the the uh not the growth process. What is it? Cultivation. Your cultivation of really? the food. You know what I'm saying? Just like people say you talk to your plants, you know what right. I'm saying? And they, they grow better. Right. You know what I mean? It's like people say your mind, like the the types of things that you take into your mind makes your mind shape differently. Mm -hmm. So in this taste, they're saying that the sound matters. Look at that. And the good old hip hop. 24 hours. Brought out the, like, the, through the whole process, I don't know how long it took okay. for the uh, cheese to be ready, but for 24 hours a day, uh -huh. they had a loop of one song right. of a different genre right. for each of the cheeses. That's kind of cool. Surprised they ain't play UMC's Blue Cheese. That would have been hard. That would have been right there for Yeah, but then when they put out the press release, no one UMC. They would have had to, that would have helped the <laughs> They didn't want to take no chances. They didn't want to take no chances. No, they wanted okay. to be like, okay, let's uh, take some golden era shit, uh -huh. proven good shit. What record was it? They told you They said, didn't, they didn't oh, say okay. which record it was. Right. Shout out to Tribe Called Quest. Flavor. Flavor. Flavor you're on, you're in the on cheese. point tip all the time. Yeah. Rest in peace, Fife. Shout out to Fife, dog. Shout out to Fife. Rest in peace to Bob Slade, uh, New York radio legend. He passed away this weekend. He passed. Uh, I think he had kidney disease. He was mm -hmm. he was dope. I just wanted to shout him out because uh, he was one of the members of Open Line. And if you know, I think I've definitely I, I feel like I've said it on the mic. But if not, Open Line is one of those those radio shows that I think inspired in the conversation. It's like one of my favorite radio shows where it's just three casters. It was Bob Slay, James Utume, I think Brother Pickett. And they would just sit there, talk about community shit, talk about what was going on, have <laughs> people in there. And I mean, it would be positive. And, uh, you what know, was the smart, name of the show? It's called Open Line. I want to say line. it still goes on. Yeah, Open Line. I want to say it was 90, it was always 98.7 Kiss, but yeah, shout out to Bob Slay. Word up. Oh man! So where you find this uh, cheese? It was on you know how it be you know scrolling across your Facebook you know the random ass news articles that That's come a lot, across a lot of random shit. But you know I clicked on it. You know it was mm -hmm. click clickbait. I clicked on it and um, I thought it was interesting because um, <clears throat> we talk about it a lot. You know what I'm saying in my little peer group about different different you know different little studies and and. And you know, what I'm saying uh, quantum fucking physics and shit like that. So, so you know, we, it was a study before that was talking about you know the water and and you know, what I'm saying uh -huh. and the music, sound waves with water uh -huh. and the, the the water that people not the water that people talked to that was saying good things came out with beautiful shaped crystals when it turned to ice. And then they had water that people talked to negatively, mm -hmm. and the shit looked crazy when it turned to ice. The crystals of it looked crazy. So, sound was like you know, what I'm saying I, I saw that earlier last year. So to see that you know it affected the cheese wasn't surprising to me, mm -hmm. but it's just interesting the you know what sound does that we don't know. You know what I mean? What's happening in the air? Through the sound waves that we have no idea, we just you know we just running out one two, and this other shit going on. Yeah, I can see sounds effect. I can definitely see it. I you know especially here in New York, that shit is 
everything is going on at the same time. Then right. you go away, you realize how much bullshit you hear just that you have to actively kind of mute out. You know right. what I mean? Or you just deal with it. I'm sure if they, they froze us, our ice cubes might look a little erratic. I mean, or with all this, you or know soulful what I'm saying? Ice might cube? look soulful as fuck. Might hey. look like might look cool. Hey. So, I was I was at a uh, I was at a panel in Miami last week. Uh-huh. And it was a panel on women in hip hop and poetry. So yeah. it was a good panel, you know what I'm saying? It has you know it's good conversation. Then you have then you always have that that one, you know, audience member who has the question that's all the way to the left. Right. And this particular lady got up and was saying how, you know, sound frequency was one thing that was a more of a healing frequency. And they've changed the 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 uh frequency for music to another frequency that's more dis- disruptive. And she was saying that they're controlling our minds with the sound frequencies and shit. And of course it was all off topic and it was it was, you know what I'm saying, conspiracy theorist. And you know the panel people were kind of like, oh, they didn't know what to do with it, so they kind of brushed over it. Then you know she was that audience member that went, that got kind of irate with it. Mm-hmm. See, you just don't want to pay attention to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? you don't that, hear me. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Intended. But you know what I'm saying? I did kind of go back and hit the Google on the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's true, they did change the uh, the bass level sound. Uh, frequency from one thing to the next, and I don't know what that means, but you know, what did they give a reason why they did it, or you just I didn't get that far into the research. I just wanted to make sure that what she was saying had some validity, some merit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't want to counter all the way off as you know, what I'm saying a kook. Yeah, because you know sometimes people come off as kooks and they really have some real shit to say. They just just don't know how to kind of articulate it, you know, in a way that right. that fits into the conversation, right? Or they could come off as a kook, or you could see that they say some shit that you don't even want to contend with. You know, like when somebody, you know, you know how somebody just kill the whole vibe with the real shit, right? And they say, you know, because I saw some shit about the AirPods. They uh-huh. said the AirPods give you cancer. You know what I mean? That's been one of my <clears throat> one of my fears in the first place. So I'm like, you know, nobody want to hear that at the AirPod party. You Has it been a confirmed case I, of an I, AirPod cancer? I don't. Again, this look seems to be a little soon to be. It is developing soon. cancer it from is, the AirPod. It is soon. So I'm labeling. I I looked at it. I only seen this one <laughs> one study. So that study reeks of a bit of hate. So I don't want to all the way co-sign it. But what I'm saying is sometimes shit gets a little thick. Like another random factoid: <clears throat> how you came across the soulful funky cheese. I was scrolling through my timeline today. I see that Krispy Kreme, right. uh, Keurig, and a few other companies are owned by Nazis. No, well, it was well, owned by a, Jew, a German family that has something to do with Nazis back in the day. But again, exactly. But if you, if you, if that means all the fucking companies right. had to do with Nazi slaves, all kind of shit, all these fucking companies we deal yeah, with. Yeah, but you know. But yeah, it's something to see when you see it on the time. Yeah, when you see it on the time. And they 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 tried to get the Krispy Kreme, the Krispy Kreme reparations of eleven million dollars in donations. I saw that. Now, how you feel about just eleven million? Just eleven million? Well, you know what I'm saying. I don't think it's enough, 
but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, they jumping in front of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? They like, okay, hey, let's let's get in front of it. Let's cut this check. And they depending on I don't know who they cut the checks to, maybe they cut the checks to the people that's gonna keep it. Like, hey, hey, y'all, they they gave money, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's you know what I'm saying? The that, be cool police. It was you be know cool, what I'm saying? Cause sure, you know, they sure. always be you know what I'm saying, it ain't at least they ain't do the well, that was before our time, you know right. what I'm saying? Why would we have to pay for the sins of our fathers? You know what I'm saying? Because they could hit you with that. They could. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what that's the usual go to. Yeah, they cut the check. They cut the check immediately. They did the Russell Simmons on there. Well, Russell Simmons didn't cut the check, but he 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 punished himself before he could get punished. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So before once once it came out, they was like, hey 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 hey, let us let us uh, break bread. You know what I'm Let's get ahead Let's of this settle. shit. Let's get ahead of this shit. Let's Eleven settle. million dollars to some billionaires from generations ago ain't shit. That's like eleven dollars, right. right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, from man. us. We'll see what happens with that. But that's interesting because I just had a Krispy Kreme donut the other day. I mean, I grew up on the Krispy Kremes. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you know the hot donut is an institution. Yeah, so, you know so. you don't get it. Where you get a Krispy Kreme in New York? It wasn't the same thing. Well, I got well, it. Where'd you you know who I got it. I got it at a Penn Station. It's the only place oh, in no. New York. And that's, that's, that's not real. That's, I mean, it's it's real for New York City. It's about as real as it's gonna be. They got one in Jersey, right right across the bridge. Jersey City of Hope. One of them Hobokins. One of them joints with the hot light and all of that. Yeah, they got the full on okay. full on joint where they baking them up. Well, I got it. You know, that got it. Uh, it's right over the bridge. You know, I gotta you wait could, till this whole shit. You know, uh, what, what you call? No, just what? old Nazi shit. I got to let it, you know, I got to be an ally. No doubt. I got to go to, you know I thought I, mean? I thought it was. I thought it was rectified, though. I don't know. I got to see what they say. Okay. You got to see, the, you gotta see it get back. Yeah, I got to see what's going on. I see how the, how the negotiations, where they tap out at. Yeah, I mean, if you if you go back on any of these companies of that have been around, it's all, these my blood diamonds and fucking, you know what I'm saying, all kind of shit. Now, I was just pointing at the Lays. They probably, uh. Got some shit going on. Ladies, yeah, of course. They farms were manned by fucking slaves. What are you talking about? <laughs> Is that what you heard? No, that's what I said. <laughs> Is that what you heard? Oh, I didn't hear shit. I just, I mean, if they've been around long enough, yes. <laughs> them potatoes was grown by some, some slaves. <laughs> I, allegedly, bro. Let's not get this podcast. Jim Beam or whatever. What was that? Uh, now, not, Jim Beam, not, they just had the whole thing with the slaves. So they they found their whole, they found the exactly. slaves. Exactly. So, but they ain't giving no donation. No, they supposedly gave the slave his own cognac. Him. They gave the slave. Yeah. They didn't give the community of slaves that worked on the shit. Hey, look, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't you know even, what I'm I don't even that? know how I got into this conversation. You started. You in the conversation, There fool. it is. Hey, <laughs> cut as many checks as you need to. I'm just saying, like, what's that, Uncle Nearest? Is that Jim? No, it's not Jim Beam. That's it is the Jim other. Beam, is it? it? No, it's the other one. It's the Jimmy Walker. What's the other Johnny one? Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. I thought it was Jim Beam. No, I don't think it's Jim Beam. Okay, it's maybe it's Walker. Johnny Walker and Uncle Nearest is the uh, the it's slave. The, it's a black guy. Supposedly he came the slave. Up with the formula. It was. Just, it wasn't just I mean, the regular he was a, he was black, a black guy man. Back. He was a black man. Right, but he was a slave back then. Yeah, to them, he was a slave, but he was a black man. All right, but we got to America. Put it in yeah, I ain't, ain't, ain't got a contextual lie. Nah, because that's how they get you. They'll uncontextual shit and make it sound like you wasn't a slave back when you was a slave. They'll make it sound like you was a volunteer. I've seen some of the recontextualizations. I get, I get where you're going with it. Yeah. That's what that one where I was going. Well, I'm not going. I know you wanted I'm, to give yeah. him his dignity. Yeah, I want to give him his props. Right, He's a man. No he wasn't no one. Th- what, what was it? Three fifths of what was it? Yeah, he was three. three he was a slave doing the work of a full man, getting paid probably with three fifths. 
You know what I'm saying? So oh, something happened. Some they bullshit. struck a deal. Some bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Any old way. <laughs> ah, How shit. y'all doing out there? They say cool. They still here. <clears throat> Yo. <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, man, I want to take I want to take a second to acknowledge all the people who you know what I'm saying hit me up in DMs and on Twitter. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying, and to you know give me condolences about my mother and stuff. So I really appreciate it because you know they was coming out the blue. Like I wasn't expecting that. You don't expect you know what I'm saying some 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 you know heartfelt shit in your DMs. You know what I mean? So I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying. And it's it's and it's like a lot of listeners that always check in, but then it was listeners that you know what I'm saying I had never seen before, so that was that was cool. I appreciate that. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good that there's love out there. <laughs> you laughing about? I'm just I'm laughing at nothing, man. I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> oh shit! Did you see us? I did. Oh, we went to the the nine fucking fifteen a.m. This today? No, on on Saturday. On what was that? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. That's the only thing available, or is that only time? No, it was a lot of them were sold out. But you know, what I'm saying my wife bought the ticket, so Mm -hmm. she was like, "This nine fifteen is is available." Wow. I had never heard of a fucking nine fifteen. That is responsible. That that damn Alamo Draft House boy, they be on. They be on their motherfucking P's and Q's. If it's a time slot, there's a movie. They like, shit, we going to get it. Did they hit you with the little preamble beforehand? Like you said, they- uh... Yeah, man, they had, the, they had the good, you know what I'm saying, content on, on horror movies. Right. And um, they they had the uh, short films on uh, doppelganger horror movies. And, you know, I didn't really know that that was a, a fucking genre because, you know, I'm not really a horror movie Buff, so I didn't know the Doppelganger horror film was a thing. Yeah, I didn't. Know I didn't that. even know that was what us was going to be about. Right. But being in there, they setting you up. I was like, oh, this is dope. And they give you a little history on that type of horror film, right? So that you kind of inform. You know what I'm saying? I was like, like how long was it, like half an hour? Or something no, it was like, like it's like I came in maybe 20 minutes before the film. So like, you know what I'm saying? Probably like 30 minutes before the film, they running all kinds of different kinds of content. So they basically kind of make. Damn near like a little document, a mini doc. Yeah, they got for like, the and film, it, and it's like it's not just one; it's like three or four little docs before the film comes on, and they always do that. <coughs> like when it, Black Panther, they had like the black, you know, what I'm saying films in Africa. But is it interchangeable, or was this mainly just for the us programming? It's, I mean, they could it could interchange for horror films, okay. but it was specific to the type of horror film that Us was, which makes me believe that it was specific to Us. And they create that. And, I wonder and, if the studios and, pay them a little bit, or do they just take them yeah, I, get, I think that's part of their whole little fucking vibe. Like, yeah. that's, that shit is dope. I, that's, that's why I fuck nice. with them. I, I fuck with that. You said it that. make you want to get there early. You know what I'm saying? You don't shit, mind I mean, getting... How much earlier can you get there? I mean, you don't, you'll see the sign, so you might just stroll in at the time. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. You, I want to get there early. Right. You know what I'm saying. And it make you. You know what I'm saying. I don't feel bad about dropping you know a few dollars on a little whatever's whatever recliner chair on the on the food and shit. Cause okay. you know what I'm saying. They done made me feel like they care little, about their programming. A little edutainment. Yeah, they ain't running you in and running you out. Right. Hurry up and buy ass shit. Right. You know what I'm saying. So I fuck with the draft house, man. 
I don't know who do they programming, but they be on point with that shit. Uh, what you think of us? Us was on point, man. I, like, like I said, I don't think it was as much of a horror film as like a gore, like a scary movie. It wasn't a scary movie, but I guess it was in the horror drama, and more so than fucking Get Out. Get Out, I don't think it was a horror drama at all. They just kind of slid that shit in, mm. but. I thought it was dope. I don't know what to say about it without spoiling it for the motherfuckers who ain't go see it yet. But mm-hmm. I, I I thought it was pretty good. But it started slow. Mm-hmm. But you know, once it got into it, once it got to the point, I was like, oh, I see what they did there. Mm. I like that. <clears throat> what you think? I feel like we could spoil it a little bit. I mean, I mean, go ahead, spoil. I'm following your lead. I'm following your lead. You know, shit. We gonna have a conversation. I feel like I gotta see it again. Mm-hmm. I liked uh I liked how I like the cinematography of it. You know what I mean? I like the uh I like the performances. I thought Lupita killed it. I thought Yeah, she uh, killed it. You know, I thought I thought everybody pretty much across the board did their thing, right. you know? Um <clears throat> I you know, I thought it I when I first thing I thought when I left, the question was like, "What the fuck was that?" You know, it was one of those moments. What was that? We just saw. Okay, that was that was different. <laughs> Initially, I was like, "Well, that shit ain't no Get Out." That's what I said. But that's then what I said? that's the first thing I said. You didn't like it as much as Get Out. It was different. I don't feel like again. I I like this is the thing. I think this is what I had to ask myself. I said, "Did I go up in there?" with higher expectations than I would for any other film based on the fact that Get Out was so ill that I was like, oh, Jordan Peele about to do it again. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is this is back to back. Here we go. Uh, so I was kind of looking for certain things. Mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, I like the fact that it's ambiguous to where you kind of gotta you could put together whatever your own uh, <clears throat> breakdown of what this represented is this is this representing America like in the way of you know political um, polarization is it rec- is it obvious is it talking about classism is it talking you know it's talking it, about all that it's talking you know but it's talking about all of that and what what made me kind of be like. I got to see it again where I was like, one, I thought the shit opened up immediate. Like, it, the pacing was interesting. It opened up immediately. We went straight to it. Boom. They come through. You know what I mean? There's the, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on. This mm-hmm. is y'all tied to these people. Bop, 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 bop. We about to fight. Da, 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 da. But it wasn't immediate? It was within the first act. It felt I mean, like it felt it was, and I was I was in. This is the yeah, thing. The, 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 the tethered motherfuckers didn't show up until... It was it was some time before because they did a whole bunch of minutes. they had did a whole bunch of slow shit getting to the house and you had to you know what I'm saying go show up as a kid going to the fun house you know what I'm saying it was a whole bunch of, it was a whole bunch of little little random shit before they got to the motherfuckers at the door. All right, if you say so, I don't think so. I felt like it was pretty early in it. I thought it was cool though because I was like again. I'm like, yo, your man Jordan Peele, he genius level. You know what I mean? I'm throwing all this shit off. I'm like, okay, this is something I, different. I think it's still held up to it's that. something different. Um, I don't think it was as clear cut as Get Out was. 
It was because you had to you had to kind of look at yourself in the mirror on on different parts of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because the leads were black. You know what I'm saying? They were black in a way that you know what I'm saying wasn't you know stereotypical. You know what I'm saying? You had your boy from Howard. You know what I'm saying? Coming through as the black dad, black fathers. You know what I'm saying? Driving the station wagon, you know what I'm saying? So they had their little summer summer house. You know, you had to kind of pay attention to what was going on. It wasn't very clear as to what was happening yet. That kind of fucked me up a little bit too. That was one of my critiques about the tone what? was a little uneven. What? Based on like how you saying your black dad. I felt like uh homie, Winston. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was dope, but his role kind of felt like this is a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. But then he was giving me like Clark Griswold right. in the movie. So it was like, it'd be some shit that's like some heightened shit going right. on. And then do some oddball, some odd, goofy but, shit. But, but you used to like, and when you watch horror movies, the motherfuckers always do some odd, goofy ass shit. Except for it don't normally be the black guy. It'd be like, why? Man, black people don't do that kind of shit. No, 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 no. It's different. I, I think it's different. And that's not a black thing. It's not, I think it's goofy. I don't think it's a um like a I think in the horror film people might do some stupid shit mm-hmm. where they like nigga what you run back in there for what you do that for right. but not like some goofy joke type shit where it's like what the fuck is that about you well, know what I mean but that's me right right but see at first I, I jumped to that because I'm the father right and then my wife used to have this thing when we first met she had his dreams and shit. And every time she have a bad dream, in the fucking dream, I be doing some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm the nigga, I'm the one in the horror movie that falls down. <laughs> the burden. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking it up. I'm fucking it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. not doing shit to right. help. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I saw it on the on the screen, it was a reflection of that shit. Yeah. And so at first, I I, I took, I was taken aback. Like, ah, oh, like, how you gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? But as the movie went on and as the character played out, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I let that go. Uh-huh. I let that go, and I let him be the character that he was. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then in the end, you know, he ain't get killed. I thought he was gonna be first out the door, like you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. the black man in the horror movie. Uh-huh. But you know what I'm saying? None of the black people got killed in the movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? All the people that got killed was, I mean, besides the tethered ones, was right. the regular people was all white. Right. Which was subtle. But it was it was like it wasn't as dramatic as in when you watch a regular horror film and you see the black people get killed first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Mm-hmm. Run out there, poof, he dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? In this movie, the it was subtle how they showed the white people get killed. Besides that one their friends. Uh-huh. But when they went out in the daytime mm-hmm. and you looked out, you know what I'm saying, they looked in all the cars and all the people mm-hmm. laid in the street, they were all white. Mm. I would see. I'd have to that again. I'd have to watch it again just to pick up. There's a lot of little things. I seen. Um, I seen Questlove say something about you know the moment in the car where he's trying. Oh, to, she was off beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, oh, now okay, we see what that is. That, I felt like that last part, just like the beginning, mm-hmm. started off a little fast. Right. I felt like that super plot twist. Mm-hmm. It was like last minute, like, oh, hey, yo, hey. <laughs> Plot twist. I liked that. It Take was, it easy. I thought. It, I thought. It, I liked that. Right. It was last minute. Wait. But see, that did piss me off when she was off beat. 
because because I was bugged out. I'm like, am I fucking up? Right. <laughs> so I because like, that don't seem on beat at all. As a music supervisor, right? Uh huh. When you watch, when I was a music supervisor, I would watch you know shows and right. movies, and the shits don't never be on beat. You know what I'm saying? Like the music and the people never on beat. Right. Like they always clapping to the wrong shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like who fucking put that? Who edited that shit? Like why would they do that? Right. You know what I'm saying? So when I did mine, I used to try to make sure that the the music editor made the motherfucking shit on beat. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I, I thought it was a classic case of Hollywood right. giving you the offbeat ass fucking shit in the movie. Right. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking take your time and put that shit on the beat. Yeah. At least try. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's it's, it's complicated because when they a lot of times. When they record it, which is not the case in this movie. Right. When they record it, you don't know what song is actually going to end up there. Mm-hmm. So they record it at a certain pace, and everybody clap along to that pace. And then when they put the music to it, it might not be the same pace. Right. But you could fucking try to find the same pace song. You know what I'm saying? Try. You know what I'm saying? You could. You know the BPM. They set the BPM on the fucking machine that got everybody clapping. So, but in that moment where you saw, okay, this I is thought cool. it was Hollywood shit. I thought it was like so. You didn't even ca- then now in I retrospect, right. like, oh wow. Okay, at the end of the movie, I was like, oh. But in the moment, I was like, oh, this is some old Hollywood shit. They right. can't even get on the beat to right. five on it. Right. And I know they already knew it was gonna be five on it beforehand because they mentioned it in the script. Mm. So it wasn't like it was a song that they wasn't going to use. Mm-hmm. They used the song that they wanted to use. Yeah. And they still had it off beat. I was pissed until the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, overall, I like, again, I said I like the cinematography. I like the cinematography. I like the acting. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I got to see it again. What you didn't like about the movie? Like I told you, I felt like the tone was a little uneven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thought the payoff was kind of... It wasn't no payoff. Right. Because you was rooting for the wrong motherfucker. I wasn't rooting for anybody. <laughs> I wasn't rooting. But then I guess... You, you I didn't guess want them to survive? I was watching the movie, honestly. <laughs> I guess I wanted them to survive. I guess I, was, I guess I was invested in the wrong... Fa- I guess I was invested in the wrong motherfuckers. Because that's how they was presented. Or well, the wrong person, really. Yeah, or the wrong person. You know... Um, it was, it was it was uh it was cool it was cool again like what I feel like this is why I feel like I need to see it again because I think honestly my own expectations made me feel like I was I was ready for my mind to be blown right I came through like I you know when I seen the first little preview with the I got five on it I was like oh shit after that I stepped back from everything right. I don't want to know nothing I want to go in here clear I'm trying to dodge spoilers trying to dodge reviews I'm right. going to the clear mind I went to I went to the Dolby situation mm-hmm. I was a little tight like you said you 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 happy about your Alamo draft house because you feel like you know the curation matches right. the ticket right the Dolby is interesting they put you <laughs> in the Dolby first of all they done made a whole Dolby thing. A little wing. They had a st- they had a rope and stanchion outside the shit. You had to line up like it was the club before you got in there. So now niggas is looking at like they at the um at a sneaker joint. Nah, so the Dolby got you lined up outside. We finally go in, and then this is the sp- the joint we supposed to get your recline on. Mm-hmm. They had the balcony, the fly balcony recline. I was excited about that shit, but then my recline shit didn't work. 
So your, your specific seat. My shit didn't go all the way. It went to like, eh, but it was it couldn't give you my proper <laughs> kickback. You know what I mean? I had the, I had this shit, so my shit had ED. So anyway, I might have, I might have fucked up a little bit of uh, my viewing experience. Uh, over, I was again. I gotta watch it again. I think that I mean Jordan Peele's still ill. I, I think th- so many iconic little shots. The shots was bananas. I the, think yeah. I think there's a lot that I probably missed. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think upon further inspection, once you dig into all the little shit that they had in there, mm-hmm. I still think that the man did a you know what I'm saying some some over the top thinking. And uh-huh. putting it together, you know what I'm saying? It ain't just your regular old, like, like some movies you go in, you see it, uh-huh. and it ain't what you expected, and you be like, ah, okay. But this one, you're still more to dig into even after you've seen it once, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And I appreciate that. I appreciate the thought, right? I appreciate being able to uh, to have to dig in and and kind of rethink and think more about what that means that you know. She is the one that was underground, right. but that was the real person. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? She had to spend her life underground. Now she coming to get her revenge and still didn't get it. <laughs> and then what does that mean for the people? Like, what does that mean if you were applied it to your life, right? So if you up, does that mean somebody is down? And there's, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, because I, I will say that I I could, I then I, and I seen it from the beginning. I wasn't mad at, uh, you see how anxious Lupita was. You understand, like her her status was in, in right. shaking. She right. about to go back to where right. she went. She pulled the switcheroo off. <laughs> you know what I mean? She living a height. What the fuck? She could go back to the to the underworld. And I see that about you get a little something. Last thing you want to do is fall Just off. Lose it. You know what I'm saying? Know? So you doing everything you can not to fall off. And. You know what I'm saying? In the same vein, you know, her husband is doing everything he can to try to keep up. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got to get a boat. They got a boat. I had to get a boat, you know? I saw that, too. A lot you of, know? like, aspiration. Yeah, there's a lot of as- aspiration on, on all ends. You know what I'm saying? The the people that's under, aspired to be up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? All that play together, and it's, it's not... It don't happen in its own vacuum, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's right or wrong; it's that that it does happen. Uh-huh. It's not that you up somebody got to be down, mm-hmm. but well, if you why, to why someone... you why you? But in real life, why you up? There is gonna be a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. down. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's gonna be more people down than uh, the ones that's up. Right. So that is, you know, what I'm saying a real thing in life. And up is perception. Up is perception. Just you know what I'm saying? Yes. And and like when I when I talk about the up, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I like to talk about the up. You right. know what I mean? You know, that's you know, y'all have given that <laughs> upon me. You know what I'm saying? But when when it's up, it's not necessarily the things or what you got, it's how you feel about that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's how you feel about where you at, the discovery and the oh shit, damn, I'm in a new place. Damn, this shit is crazy. You know what I mean? It's what you're getting out of it that makes it feel up. Because, you know, you could be places that's up as fuck and feel like, man, this is some old bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, the upness part is how you feel about it. I know motherfuckers that 
in the projects that was way more up than, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers who lived in the houses mm-hmm. just because how they felt about life. You know what I mean? They wanted everybody, they wanted just that they were happy to be in the projects or whatever. They was just happy about life and they celebrated that shit. And every birthday was celebrated. And right. Every fucking holiday was celebrated. Every baby was celebrated. Every fucking. Every moment. Every moment. You know really? what I'm saying? Every Friday night, everybody going to eat because, right. you know what I'm saying, big mama cooking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Great. And, and when you when you come across people like that, that you know what I'm saying, I'm a beneficiary of people like that. You know what I'm saying? You might look at the way I was coming up and it might have been like, oh, for most of my family, they might look at it like, oh, yeah, they, they up. But, you know what I'm saying, that shit costs money. And it's just more of a struggle. And then, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, it's work more hours to try to keep that shit up. You know what I mean? And then that shit ain't really up because you're struggling. And then it's people that come from the projects that might look at you and can see that shit. And we, even when you don't know, they can see that shit. Mm-hmm. And then they be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You hungry? <laughs> In your mind, you're like, hell yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But but you thinking, well, how the fuck you know I'm hungry? Right. Because they know. I know what hunger looks like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They know your hungry ass. Look in your eyes. Bring your hungry ass in here and eat. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? And... And then it's more gracious, and it's like, you know what I mean? They spread love and, and with the little bit that they got. Right. Because it's that gesture, it's, the, it's no. that. It's a good look. Because they used to taking care of the community. They used to being mm. the community being close and mm-hmm. around and that they could see it. Right. And you know what I mean? Like when you when you move to them suburbs and shit, it ain't as close, and your neighbors ain't as close. And mm. the people, you don't have that many people around you all the time like that that be understanding what you're going through. Right. You know? Or they make less of an effort. I mean, it's it's not even. I wouldn't even put it on less of an effort. It's just the space and the amount of people, and that's uh that's together like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's when you around when you got two hundred people that live on the same little situation, same block, as opposed to it might be forty people on your block in the right. suburbs. You know what I'm saying? But it it, mi- it might be. 30 kids on that block in the project, and it might be four right. on my block. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different. It's a little different as far as numbers go, but also if you withdrawn, you withdrawn. Like you could live in a busy ass building and you could be that motherfucker that don't speak to nobody in the building. Right. That's no what you're famous for. Right. You know what I mean? You get in this crowded ass elevator saying nothing to nobody. You know what I mean? Or you could be somebody that's engaged. You know your your neighbors. You know your your you know the the male person. Blah blah blah. You just you invested in the ecosystem right. wherever you go. But I, right. I do see your point of right. if people are on top of each other. It's probably gonna be more likelihood of engagement because it's just we right here. Right. You know what I mean? It's hard to ignore a motherfucker that's like right in front of your face. And it was and it's funny because Dane Dash posted some shit today. Mm-hmm. And it was like the picture was of like LA traffic. It looked like LA traffic. And then he was like, you know what I'm saying? We've bought into this idea that, you know, we we go get these jobs, we go get in that traffic right. to pay for, you know what I'm saying, the clothes and the house that we live in, you know what I'm saying? And we spend more time in that traffic and at these jobs while we leave the house that we paying for, that we working from to pay for, empty, vacant. You know what I'm saying? For most of the day. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's a crazy ass concept. Like, you know, you, you, you're doing all of this to pay for this thing that you don't even fucking engage with, right. but for a few, a small amount of time. 
based on the fear that you're going to lose that shit. Exactly. Because it's really about what it uh, represents. You know what I'm saying? A lot of right. this shit, especially nowadays, a lot of this shit you can show on the gram. People won't really ever touch it and gauge on it, but it's like, look, this I got. This is it. I did this. I did that. Right. I'm out here holding on to that shit. So you say, wow, okay, they got that, whatever, whatever. But you may not ever... They may not ever have people over because they out there right. hustling like a motherfucker to keep that shit. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. I, I'm I'm that motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I when I left the job, I realized I hadn't even seen my neighborhood during the week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I I didn't know what went on during the week right. in my neighborhood until I was there every day uh-huh. and able to kind of. Go to the coffee shops and meet motherfuckers and like, oh shit, this this shit is pretty cool. There's a lot going on, but when you working in the city, all you doing is walking right past that shit. You going from your door to the train, right. and you out. You ain't getting back to that bitch tonight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so when I was there every day, damn, it, I enjoyed it more. It was like, man, this is this is crazy. I. I enjoy my neighbors. I'm like, damn, I got cool neighbors. This is a bunch of fucking cool motherfuckers live around here. Just discovering these, discovering guys. people and doing shit and collaborating and smelling shit. the roses. It was it was different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a lot different than when you just running out your door and running back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the time you get there, it's like shit. I'm about to eat and sleep. And Saturday comes, shit. I'm gonna sleep half of this day. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> and then I'm gonna go do some shit that was on the fucking calendar to do. That's right. probably not in this neighborhood. Mm. Yeah. So Us or Get Out, which one is better? Two different movies. Mm. And, I mean, you know, Get Out was Get Out. You know what I mean? I, I won't put them together because right now I would say Us because I just saw it. Mm. But I wouldn't put them together. I remember the impact Get Out had. Mm-hmm. But I think Get Out was more clear clearly defined as what it was. It was basically race was the clear defined topic. Right, but then it was also what was dope about it was how they used the horror tropes to deal with race. I know you said Get Out wasn't a horror movie and that's true on a certain level, but they use, like we said, like I said a long time, they like, it's like they sampled horror movies and they flipped it and that shit was so next level Still, in my opinion, how they flipped some horror tropes and applied it to a commentary on race. Mm-hmm. It was ill. And obviously, he kind of I, I did something similar here. Right. But I think, I guess, one, we, I, we knew what to expect because he had already now identified himself as the horror guy, or he's embracing that horror guy. He's bringing back, you know, tales from Again, I don't Twilight think he Zone. embraced the horror thing in the beginning. Because when they nominated it for Best Horror, it was like, this wasn't even no fucking horror movie. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like now, in retrospect, we looking back like, oh, yeah, it was a horror movie. But that shit was a movie. And then Did you get Best Horror Movie? They nominated it for, like, Best Horror. They wasn't, they not, they 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 put it in the horror category. Nah, I don't think he was in a horror category. Not for Nick, the Oscars. Look it up. Matt, what do you check out? Uh, what Jordan Peele won? I think he won an Oscar. I thought I don't think I think it was just for screenplay or something like that. I don't think there's a horror. They said I know they was, were calling it. You know they was, called it a horror movie. I mean, it might not have been the nomination, but they labeled it a horror movie. He was like, "What the fuck? This was a fucking movie." Nah, he's going on record saying like he loves horror. He's at the but Alfred I don't Hitchcock think Get thing. Out was made to be a horror movie though. 
that's just from what I took from it. So the Oscars doesn't have a horror category, but right. for Golden Globes, it was... Uh, comedy, there, right? Or? Well, yeah, it was, it was nominated in uh, Best Performance by an Actor in a, in a uh, Musical or Comedy. Yeah. So it's like, is it dark comedy or is it horror? It's kind of a weird line. Hmm. Right. When they started calling it horror, it was like... He well, was, it was all, but I think he even. I don't think it was. I don't think it was the, labeled as a horror movie in the beginning. Even if you look at the title, "Get Out" is so hard. That's like the shit that niggas be yelling at the screen. Like you said, I think he sampled horror, but I don't think that he made a horror movie. That's okay. that's just. I'm, I had to look it up, but yeah. it, it did. It did win lesser awards as best horror movie, though. Right, like not not Oscars or Golden Globes, right. but le, uh, lesser awards. Okay. They're saying, I already see somebody say that Us, there's somebody went on, Us is the best horror film of all time. Right. Yeah. Um, you know what else I watched? Uh, I've I kind of fucked with it. You know what I mean? I was watching, you seen Boomerang on BET? Nah, I only saw one episode, uh-huh. so I, I, I don't really know the gist of it. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't like the first one, it was like the third or fourth. Uh, okay. So. It was like the one that they they did the let out, right? And right. I was kind of like, what you the fuck it? this got to do with motherfucking boomerang? <laughs> well, this is the thing. I, I, I fuck with boomerang. Uh, I like the fact that first off, let me say I was already I was a super big boomerang fan back in the day. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that shit. That's about up as fuck. Mm-hmm. Marcus Graham was getting money, right? So boomerang, this one is like. <clears throat> It, it goes off into its own thing, but it's like boomerang the next generation, right? Literally, mm-hmm. in the way that it opens up, they're on a they're on a production set, shooting a commercial. The person who's like the senior producer or whatever, the person that's you know the director, whoever's directed the commercial, it's kind of like a '90s commercial. It's it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody off to the side, you don't really know what their role is. Could be anything from a PA to a whatever. Younger woman, she was like, ah, shit kind of whack type shit. It's hurt. Uh, the woman, the director goes and blacks out or the, the, the girl that said it was whack. Mm-hmm. You always got some shit to say because basically you just got in here because you Marcus Graham's daughter. Da, 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 da. So you like, okay, you okay, established. Right. This is Marcus Graham's daughter. She's a bit of a wild card. She says what she feels. She benefits from obviously... You know, the legacy of what Marcus Graham did, right? Right. Uh, she gets fired. There's another dude that works that works there with her before she got fired. Younger mm-hmm. cat. He got a thing for her. But even before all that, he's like, he's worshiping. Like, he looks at Marcus Graham as the, as he called it, the Michael Jordan uh-huh. of marketing or right. advertising. So, like, he's right. looking up at this motherfucker like, yo, Marcus Graham is, he's the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's the Dundala. And then his daughter, and I'm maybe five episodes, so I don't know exactly. I'm getting to an episode where I feel like I see exactly how they met, mm-hmm. but he got a thing for her, and it only, I guess it only uh, compounds it more that she's Marcus Graham's daughter. But so which one is Marcus Graham's daughter? Uh, I think her name is Tatana, what the brown skin one with the little bob. Okay. There's uh, I you know me I don't know all the names. No, I mean yeah, I, yeah. But there's and there's my man, the cat that I'm talking about. That's the kid. That's the older brother from Everybody Hates Chris. Mm-hmm. He's on there. Uh, the woman I was talking about, who's like the head of the firm, who I guess was Marcus Graham's partner. Mm-hmm. Maybe that might be the Halle Berry character. I don't know. 
But uh, she's she's played by the woman that played Valerie on Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one character who's like some of these characters are a little weird. How they introduce the introduce this one character who Marcus Graham's daughter is kind of managing on the side. Mm-hmm. So she's like some type of actress, but she was in a strip club. But she's in a strip club under the black light, and she got written and shit that only is exposed under black light, like hashtag Sandra Bland, hashtag me too. So she's like or some activist woke stripper shit. But, uh, and then there's another character. Like, and what is interesting is uh, the other guy, his homies, he got one guy that's like the playboy. He'd be out there in the streets getting it. Then there's another guy who's a preacher, who's like a a young preacher. Oh, that was the episode. The one, you the saw. one I saw that was it was about kind of about him. And he was doing he and I, I like that episode because he was doing his little. It was interesting to see a like a religious character in a TV show that is aimed at you know uh, young people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a way where the religious character is not. Goofy, corny, super churchy. Like there's, it right. can get heavy handed, but there's some, there's some uh, dignity to the character. The character's right. got some dimension to it. So and so much so, like they show him do it, like trying to start his own congregation. You can see it's kind of struggling. It's not. Right. It's just him and his hobbies, really. Right. And and the girl from the club. And the girl from the club, <laughs> which I guess is this how you build your congregation. You gotta go where they at. Then I even appreciated his little his his uh his sermon. His right. sermon was up. I was like, okay. But I, I like the show. I like what they doing. I like the fact that they kinda I heard it was good. Yeah, they spun off their own thing. It's like it's boomerang, but it's not, so it's not blasphemy or no shit like that. It's right. his own original thing. It's got some cool right. some cool ideas, good writing. It's interesting because I thought about this and with us. I've been saying a lot recently, like the 90s are the new 70s. You know what I mean? Like in the way that you're seeing all these references to, to shit that niggas lift. You know what I'm saying? They be like, they like, they just references. Like even in us, we was like, yeah, we, we're going to do all some, some Home Alone shit. Well, what's Home Alone? Like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> or like watching, um, watching Boomerang, one of the cats told his other boy, he was like, see, man, See, you more of a Trey. See, I'm a Kane. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, you know what I mean? Like they try to, they're talking about cats that we grew up with, like they're icons now, and it's right. icons in the, the canon of black culture. Right. So it's just right. kind of interested to see, wow, this is this is the evolution. Yeah, you man, know? it is. It's, it's that time. Yeah, you know but um, yeah, I would I I'd say Boomerang is worth checking out. No, yeah. I'm gonna definitely check it out. I just caught it like I didn't catch it in the beginning, so I didn't get the gist of yeah. what was going on. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I this just got to do with Marcus Graham. Right. I just ran through it through. I just did some on demands. I was looking at it. I'd heard various things, but I was like, let me go check this shit out. And uh, one episode in, if you fuck with it, you'll be fucking with it. And it's no, I fuck with it. Yeah. I fuck with the episode that I saw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's you no know, classic black shit. Right. The let out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't talk right. about the let out. That's, right. That's not like, too that's often. My type of shit. Not too, yeah. Not in a way that's for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they did that. They did that. They got another one about homecoming. That's where I'm at now. I haven't gotten to that one yet. But uh, yeah. We'll see but what's what? <clears throat> I do. Um, I had it backwards on the Jordan Pill shit. 
You know okay. what I'm saying? It, he meant it to be a horror, but the Golden Globes called it a comedy. Right. So, now, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I had it backwards. I had it backwards. My bad. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Somebody was going to jump in them comments. No, no, no. I mean, I, 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 just, I just wanted to make sure I had it right. You no know doubt. what I'm saying? No doubt. That's all. You know, I, ain't, I ain't scared to be wrong. Well, nah, man. Look, man. I want to hear what y'all think. I want to hear about what y'all felt about us in the comments. Let us know. Let us know if you ever had any flaming hot pickle lays. Where you at with that? How oh, that shit was inspired by. Oh, uh, speaking of plot twists, Jussie beat the case. Jussie oh. Smollett and all charges dropped. I beat Record the case, white. and that ain't the Gay point. Gay Tupac back. Man. Okay. Pimp strolling on them. Right. Did you see the uh little the the, the any of the, the footage? The uh public the what is it called? The press conference and shit? Nah, why would I watch the press conference? I ain't watched it the first this time. She surprised the shit out of me. I mean, I it's, it's definitely surprising that, you know, he beat the shit, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, but who knows why? I don't know. I don't why. know why, but it's you just it's such though he beat the case. The Mueller probe turned out the one shit going on. This is an interesting there's a lot of plot twists. The right. last act of us. Man, you know. Trump, Trump looking so, like Teflon out here. So, you know, does he get his job back? I think he do. I think there was some shit where they posted, yo, see you Wednesday. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up. That's why my thing is. I hey, not, man, that's just I so crazy. I, <laughs> so I would not be surprised if this whole shit is not a motherfucking episode. The script. Yeah, From man. The, the, the producers put together. I don't think we see the end of this, but this shit is very interesting. How it's all. Man, this shit crazy. Shout out, shout out to- uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't buy too case. much into none of that shit. You know what I mean? That's why I ain't never talk about it in the beginning. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit sound fucked up from the jump. Right, you did. Yeah, you right. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> someone right with it. No man, he was early too. He was first one to smell. I smell something fishy. Yeah. <laughs> that shit didn't sound. It, it didn't add up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's the coldest. I done been in Chicago yeah, when it was 18 below, and it was colder that night. You know what I'm saying? It was the coldest night in fucking decades. Yeah. And you out getting sub subway. I ain't even never know subway was open at no motherfucker two in the morning. Yeah, man. I'm you not surprised that we open at two in the morning. You, I, you, 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 an actor. On a, a a show that's popping, and you ain't motherfucking Uber Eats or motherfucking Postmates or none of that shit at two in the morning, or doing Illuminati's or something a little little better than well, Subway. You know what I mean? Like Subway sandwich. Downtown Chicago got a lot. Of, I'm sure they got they, way they more want, food options than just this ain't fucking Lexington, Kentucky. Exactly. So that that was weird you know what i'm saying that whole shit was weird and just the way that it was explained that he had so much details about the motherfuckers but no details about the motherfucker mm. they had a maga hat on they had ski who the fuck they had bleach and a noose all types of shit you know what i'm saying hey man that shit didn't add up to me still don't but you know he, he beat his case that's all that matters huh beat the case uh that Trump Mueller. I didn't. I didn't even see what happened with that, but you know, I catch up with it. You ain't uh, got to fill me in. I don't give a fuck about that. Oh shit. man. Well, <laughs> <sighs> let me just say this. What else cracking? <laughs> I just do want to say about the Mueller shit, though. It's a lot. I don't know the whole thing, but I do know that the media was really invested in this one where this shit, like I see investment from so many parts 
of the culture, from not just the media, but from the fashion industry. I seen a lot of people like, yo, this is Robert Mueller shit. We really need this. What We need to win. And when that number didn't hit. Come on, man. It's, it's pretty interesting. It's hard to take down a sitting president. Yeah. They impeached Bill Clinton, but you don't remember he got impeached. Nah, he kind of didn't he step off. No, I mean he wasn't impeached, but it was all this. He was was like fade out. He was impeached on record, but not in actuality. Right, right. right. They let him fade out. (laughs) He finished his fucking term, and he's still going his fucking. You know what I'm saying? I was the president tour. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, what they thought they was gonna get on the man. Maybe I was more. I guess maybe it was me. I was watching. I've been watching MSNBC all the time. Not that I. Not that I want, I don't want to say I have my hopes up too much, but it's hard not to. It's like, I'm not the biggest college basketball fan, but I, I can't avoid these stories about Zion, right? Man, like these Trump, these motherfucking Trump stories, this Mueller investigation stories have been the fucking, they have been on for about three, like months, right. night after night, every per, every right. Rachel go off, then Lawrence come on, and Joy come on, right. and Al want to talk about everybody, then you watch this, so and you figure when this shit drop, nigga, woo-wee, everybody, justice. Everybody went down but him, shit. But he <laughs> the man, like, you know what I'm saying? If you, the, if you the motherfucker sitting in the seat that could pull all the triggers, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of motherfuckers don't want that shit to be pointed at them. Uh-huh. So yeah, we'll take down everybody else, but we gonna fucking let that shit ride for now. Matt look like he wanna say something. I am still a little bit skeptical of what of remember the what the report was not published. Right. All that we have was the attorney general who has on the record saying he does not believe you can indict a sitting president and he is a he's a Trump. Yeah. Trump through and through. Right. So what we have is someone who's, there there may be some legalistic truth in what he said, or it could be full truth. We don't know until the report is actually published. So Congress needs that report is basically what needs to happen. But let's talk about how shit felt felt like a bit of a letdown. What y'all need to worry about is that motherfucking election. Yeah, get out and vote. That's what the fuck fuck (laughs) motherfuckers (laughs) need to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Because all this other shit is is a distraction. Man. The whole shit is a sham. Go Uh vote, though. Listen. That's it. That's all you got. (laughs) All right. Because you can't do nothing about that investigative report. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, there's no real... uh, What else did I want to talk to you about, man? You see that that surviving Cardi B shit? Yeah, I saw the the hashtag because she was uh, was drugging cats and uh, robbing them. Right. That's what happens. That's what happens if see, you don't partake. See, this this what this what people fucking fail to realize. Mm-hmm. All these rappers that y'all love and support, yeah, already said they've been in the streets. Yeah, and it, I think people have a romantic idea of what the streets is. Yeah, like the streets is oh the streets. It's above board. There's a. Fucking human resources in the streets. Yeah, like a human resources and a motherfucking insurance agency for the streets and mm-hmm. shit. The streets is the fucking streets. The wild. And it's the wild and shit happens crazy. And, you know, to to compare it to R. Kelly is definitely not a one-to-one comparison. No. It's, you know what I'm saying? is is because, like they said, she should go to jail for rape. 
which it's not the case because usually the guys are signing up for the sex part. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not the robbing part. They don't want the robbing part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she's not drugging them to sex them. Right. She's drugging them to rob them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I did when I saw the hashtag, I was like, I wonder how most of these cases play out. You know what I mean? What you mean? Like what cases? Chicks who who drug and rob cats because that's oh. that's always in the fucking news. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like always some stripper drugging somebody robbing them. There's a movie coming out about it. Cardi B's in it. Pfft, maybe this is promo. This is promo. This might be a nice rollout. <laughs> These rollouts promo. be so sophisticated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These reality rollouts. They just go boy. to jail and court, <laughs> all of that to uh, satisfy the release. The reality, ahead, the so, reality rollout. But uh, so I searched different ones, and they all none of them go to jail for any sex crimes. Right. They all go to jail for robbery, right. theft, uh, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? This is it's a bunch of them shits. Those shits happen every week, seem like. So, I mean, I, I don't know what people thought when she told people she was in the streets and was a stripper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think they just used the surviving hashtag because it has some heat on it. You know, sometimes yeah, I mean, you got to appropriate. But no, there's some people really serious about, right. you know what I'm saying? She should go to jail for rape. But the thing about it is most of the cats sign up for the right. sex part. You know what uh, I'm saying? Okay. They just don't, they don't want the robbery part. And, uh, you know, it's a lot different than, you know, what R. Kelly doing. Yeah, that's that's totally different. But uh, it's interesting, I guess. Yeah, if you do it, I I guess. I guess this this is, I don't think this is a real story. No, this I'm not saying like, it's this a real story. It's not, where... It wasn't, a, actually, it's not a story. I think a lot of the people who are yeah. upset, who are claiming, you know, who are who are trying to bring it down, right. they're saying that this should be a story. This should be on the right. news. Why are they not doing this like they're right. doing R. Kelly? It took She said I make money moves. There's <laughs> a lot of this a money move. Yo, this is what happened. I mean, but we celebrate all these motherfuckers talking all this yeah. crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Even fucking dude, Migos kick those. I kick those. Yeah. Now Sometimes that, when you hear that shit a cappella, it sounds fucked up. You know what I'm saying? That's but, what it is. They need but, a baseline. And 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 much as I like the Migos, I hate a nigga who kicked those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's like that's 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 you know what I'm saying? That's that's it's crazy. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? Cause when you hear it in real life, it's gonna sound a lot different than when he said on the record and you bobbing your head. Yeah, I kick the doughs, da 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 da. But mm. when they kick your grandma dough, mm. you know what I'm saying, tie up and looking looking for a retirement money and shit, yeah. you're gonna be madder than a motherfucker. Yeah. You ain't gonna wanna, you know what I'm saying, hear that shit from a Quavo or whoever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're gonna be mad as fuck. <laughs> dough kicking ass, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, you know man, what I'm saying? Damn. I mean, it's always some problematic shit. Biggie used to say some shit. They'd be like, All types of shit. Yeah, damn, Biggie. Yeah. You gonna beat Lil' Kim with a faux faux? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Lil' Kim already little. Give me the baby rings and the number one mom pendant. <laughs> you know damn, big. <laughs> like, shit. shit. You know what I mean? It's always, uh, but we, you know what I'm saying? I think we romanticize the shit because the beats sound good. But in real life, that should be some fucked up shit, nigga. Yeah, when you read the transcript, it, it's definitely more alarming. For the bread and butter, I put niggas in the gutter. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's one of them old generic ones, but like when they get real specific and shit, like that shit get crazy, man. Yeah, they be saying really some not. wild shit. But it'd be some wild shit really going on in real life. Yeah. Life is wild. Life is going to be wild. There's going to be these moments where we 
police life as much as we can, but uh, we do all have, you know, those of us that are uh, able-minded, I guess, you know what I mean? Have they? They have logic. You know, you you can you have discernment. So, hopefully, you know your your intent is to to be benevolent and do good. But there are motherfuckers that are gonna do some bad shit. There's gonna be some bad shit done. There's gonna be some uh, you know, these people are. People, people right. are left to their own devices, and some shit's going to happen that you're gonna not gonna fuck with. Right, and uh, you and know, it, obviously, it you might deal be with somebody it. you like. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, today. Today on the, um, you know, they have like a little message board for the neighborhood for Bad Style. Uh huh. You know, what I'm saying a lot of gentrifying new neighbors in there. You know, talk about shit that go on in the neighborhood, and I guess you know the other day. This guy was caught walking through Bed-Stuy dragging an AR in a, a suitcase. But the, the the handle of it was sticking out because it was too long for the suitcase. Right. So the police ended up catching him. Yeah. So, But now that they caught him, they they got the full story because they've been talking about this for a couple of days. The full this st- happened a while ago or just No, nah, this was happening recently. Okay. So I think Saturday or some shit okay. like that. So anyway, the nigga was at a party mm-hmm. and got jumped. Mm-hmm. And I guess he went and got his pistol, you know, right. got his AR. He definitely gets pistol. Got his AR, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But just New York, so he, you know, he ain't had no car. He had to catch public transportation ah. <laughs> with his AR. Come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> he can't be on the bus with the AR. You know what I'm saying? So now he ain't got the correct back door. He ain't got the correct bag for it, so he walking down the street with the butt of it hanging out the suitcase. He hang- know what the fuck he was hanging letting- out the carry on and shit. And the police spotted him coming down the block and intervened. And he tried to get it out, but he couldn't get it out. So he just threw the whole suitcase at the police and got himself arrested. But, you know, it was a big deal on the message board. You know what I'm saying? He was on his way back to where he had just got He was robbed. on the way back to the party to shoot oh, the shit wow. up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, as crazy as that sounds, you know what I'm saying? At first, it's like, wow, this is a random dude walking around. With a fucking AR, this is fucking this is ridiculous. Like, right. what the fuck? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? I got kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then you hear the rest of the story. He got jumped. You know what I'm saying? Then he went to go get his 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 weapon. And then it's not that it's nobody trying to hear that shit. No, nobody no, 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 nobody AR definitely nobody definitely ain't trying to hear the shit. But as somebody who been in a situation yeah. in the party like that. You got a different you, type of understanding. You can understand. Right. He just needed a better mode of it's, transportation. Yeah. Yeah, and and he, his whole thought process was wrong. Yeah, you know was, what I'm saying? It was just all fucked up. He was in his emotions. Right. He was in his feelings. Got himself stomped out. Right. You know what I'm saying? He, he just went about it all wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a tough one. I, and I, I, I don't ever really want to. Go in on a nigga with an AR, but I guess they took it away from him. But they, it don't they, seem he, as they though didn't, they didn't know he had an AR. It, he had to go home and get it. He might no, have to borrow. I understand that, but my point is, and I'm not, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't. To your point, I don't think it was the smartest thing to jump no, on the bus. No, 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 definitely. Like your AR, you got to have a little bit more. You need 
at least a, if you're gonna have an AR, it needs to be a discretion class. Right. It needs to be a travel. Like and you, you got to know how to take your shit apart too. Like if that's what you're gonna I do. I got a feeling. I, you know. Who and which why you going to a house party with an AR? You could have took the nine or whatever the fuck. You could take uh, any old shit. Uh, you know. You what went it back is. with a bat. You know, shit. ARs make the news. I hate to say it. That's what it is. Nah, that's a he that's think America. He want to think this is America. That's America. Uh, Don't catch me slipping, though. Damn. They caught him slipping. He got the shit in a, in a jam sport. But it was, you know what I'm saying, in the previous reports, it was just like, damn, motherfucker walking through the hood with AR. You right. know what I'm saying? First thing you think is like, a, you know what I'm saying, a white man from that's Texas. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking. Now, what the fuck? Yeah. But, it was a black cat that got jumped. How old was he? 26. Young nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know how it is. That's yeah. how a lot of cats end up in jail. Yeah. Jump in Paris, they in their feelings. Yeah. Don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't know how no, to take the L. Don't know how to get how no, you know, take the L or how no revenge is best served cold. You right. know what I'm saying? They don't know how to do that kind of shit. Uh, yeah. Gotta make a scene. They gotta, they gotta set it off. Oh, you gonna, you gonna embarrass me? I'm mm-hmm. gonna, oh, I'm gonna set it. Watch. I'm gonna set it. <laughs> About to bury this whole block. Yeah, man. Good thing they caught him. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good job to the, you know what I'm saying? There you go. Uh, whatever precinct, 81st or 79th, whichever one, you know what I'm saying? Good, and good thing he didn't good get job, killed. Guys. Good thing they just, they got both, they got everything off the streets because typically a nigga just in proximity of a, a gun with that many bullets. He couldn't get it out. He, he knew he, yeah. he couldn't get it out the case. Yeah. But, you know, they don't, they don't really need no excuse nowadays. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. So that he, shit could have been he, in he, your trunk. He lucky. Oh man, <clears throat> word up! That's how we ending on the AR story. What what you got? What else is going on? Anything else you want you want to talk to us about? I wanted to give a shout out to uh, you know the Barrio of Kojo, the film that's coming out. You know what I'm saying? That uh, Ava DuVernay just picked up. It's coming on Netflix next week, I think. But they're doing some limited screenings right now. Who's that? Who's Kojo? The Barrio of Kojo is the name of the movie. Oh, the Barrio of the Kojo? Barrio, the Barrio. The Barrio? Barrio. Who's Kojo? This is the character in the movie. Oh, I thought it was like a real about based on somebody. I don't know. I don't know the plot line. I just you know. just wanted to shout it out? Yeah, I just wanted to shout it out. Uh, I thought you had <laughs> yeah, something more on that. I'm right. I, I, I just wanted to shout out. The movie I have no real uh, I do information have, on. I don't know the plot line. At all, mm-hmm. but I don't really need the plot line to shout out a movie that's made by Ava DuVernay. You know what I'm saying? You know okay. what I mean? Shout out to Ava DuVernay putting out another <laughs> project. Word. Uh, where you going to be at, man, this week? Tell the people. I'm going to be here. I'm uh-huh. going to be in New York City. Uh-huh. I'm going to be uh, running around doing meetings, trying to get my dad down second quarter popping. Oh, uh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> you can catch me on the gram. And you can catch me on the Twitters at Mr. Muhammad on both places. Mm. All right. Now you can catch me on the gram and the Twitters too, D Lemon Comedy, if I'm there. Uh, I'll be at Eastfield Comedy Club this weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Eight, ten shows on Friday and Saturday, and the eight o'clock on the Thursday and the Sunday. Come through to that. Uh, also be at uh, Union Hall on uh, Monday, April 1st, on uh, the Phoebe Robinson show. So if you're around, come through. And until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation.
of it all is to be in the conversation. conversation.